Hello and welcome to wherever you may be. We're part of the 90 Minute Podcast Network. Over the next 20 minutes or so, we're going to be talking about all the latest transfer news regarding Chelsea. I am Roy Jennings. I'm joined, obviously, by Charlie Skillen, but we have a very, very special guest. And I'm sure that's the only reason you've tuned in. It is, of course, Olivia Bazaglo. Charlie, I'm sure you're fine, but everybody wants to know. Olivia, how are you? <laughs> I'm, actually, I'm really good. I'm, we're, I'm recording this from sunny Gibraltar, which all the listeners will be will love to hear. Um, but yeah, apart from that, I'm really good. Looking, really, really, really looking forward to the new season. Um, I think I'm the most excited, or one of the most excited I've ever been. Yeah, this is it. I know. I know what you mean. It does feel like it does feel like a special season. Um, hearing you're in Gibraltar is is a beautiful thing as well. Charlie <laughs> and I went out for dinner last night. We got drenched. Yeah, we uh, did. We got soaked. I'm sitting in a not very sunny shepherd's bush, so I'm uh, I'm pretty jealous of you, Olivia. To be fair, I only came here yesterday. I, I had been in Gibraltar a couple of weeks ago as well. Oh. I came back and then came back out. You know, making the oh. most of my mu- of my month off from the Premier League. So uh, oh, yeah, yeah. No, I, I don't. I don't hold it against you. You obviously worked very hard during the season. Um, <laughs> Olivia, I can't imagine. I don't know if I've known anyone in my life who acknowledges the brilliance of Lionel Messi more than oh. you. So the rumours, <laughs> this rumour, this Chelsea Messi rumour is a dream come true for you, right? I honestly, I, when I first heard it, first of all, I, when I think of Lionel Messi, I think of Barcelona as everyone does. Um, and that Chelsea and Barcelona have had massive rivalries over the years, haven't they? All those Champions League semi-finals, all those Champions League games. But there's one thing I've always loved so much about Barcelona, and that is Lionel Messi. So at first I was a little bit shocked and a little bit sad, really, because I did think he would end his career at Barcelona. But all of everything that's flying around now about Lionel Messi going to different places, obviously he's going to have been linked to Chelsea like he has pretty much every other big club. But... I couldn't love this guy anymore. And do you know what's frustrating about this whole situation is that, yes, is he going to come to Chelsea? I don't know, probably not. But there's people out there saying that he wouldn't improve us or they wouldn't have him. Oh, and I'm like, how on earth are you turning down? I know, I know, obviously there's different sort of parts of the transfer that people go really deep into and get all serious and realistic about it. But it's Lionel Messi. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think I even have to say any more. No, agreed. He'd do a job for us off the bench, wouldn't he? No, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. (laughs) I have no understanding or or empathy with anybody who doesn't want that sign. I mean, I can't even begin to have a conversation with somebody who doesn't want Lionel Messi. Lionel Messi. Yeah, it'd be be amazing. Charlie, is there any... Is Olivia dreaming? Is there any possibility that this actually happens? Um... No, I, d- I don't think there is, but only only for one reason. And I think he's if he leaves if he doesn't end up leaving Barcelona, which is obviously looking ever more likely. Unfortunately, I think he is going to be at Stamford Bridge next season, but it's going to be in the colours of Manchester City. Um, I think I think they're kind of far better placed yeah. than us to to land him. Um, I just I just don't think we're going to be able to sort the wages out. I don't think yeah. that the club's go global strategy is is kind of what Messi wants to get involved. He is he does sort of respect Chelsea. We can't we we've heard that a lot, but unfortunately I just don't see it happening for us. Um that's not to say that I wouldn't absolutely love it. I you know he's the greatest player ever to play in the game, in my opinion. Yeah. Um in most people's um yeah. but I just it's a it, shame, it, isn't it? Wouldn't it be fun? Oh could you imagine? Do you know what so saying like like Charlie said, I think the 
the wages and you might have to pay a transfer fee for him now obviously that's all up in the air at the moment but don't get me wrong nothing would excite me as much as seeing Lionel Messi in Chelsea blue but just to see him play every single week in the Premier League I think is would just be so so good and finally we might may might not be stoked but we might be able to finally see if he can do it on a cold Tuesday night somewhere in the Midlands Sadly, Olivia, we know all too well that he can do it on a cold Tuesday night at Stamford Bridge. We watched that <laughs> yeah. one together. Remember when he scored? Oh, oh, don't. Do you know what? I look back at the pictures of that night and that's genuinely one of my favourite nights. Even though we didn't win, we deserved to win, didn't we? And it was only a mistake that let him in. Yeah, it was Christensen, wasn't it? Christensen, yeah. Yeah, it would have been another, yeah. Yeah, yeah, another game that he, he hadn't scored against us. Um, yeah. Listen, we've kept him quiet for, for however many games. He can keep him quiet at the bridge for a few more. I don't, don't worry about that. Absolutely. And he'll always, <laughs> whether he plays for Chelsea or not, he'll always have a special place in my heart for that penalty miss at the new Camp. Yeah, and every <laughs> other Chelsea fan around the world, I think. Exactly. Never score past No, that's very true. On to more realistic signings. Kai Havertz. Charlie, that's in the bag, isn't it? Is it, is it actually done now? Yeah, I mean, look, I... I... I'm pretty sure it's in the bag. I, I can't see a hitch at this stage. Um, it's it, People get very like upset and I, I understandably frustrated about the timings of these announcements. Um, personally, I think Chelsea are going to announce three signings in the next couple of days. Um, but the announcements themselves, it's just down to politics between the two clubs. Um, Bayer Leverkusen obviously want to so their fans are they're making moves to replace him and that kind of thing. But there's absolutely no doubt in my mind that barring a calamity, Kai Havertz is a Chelsea player next season. It's about it's about ninety million with all the with all the bonuses and everything. Um, but yeah, I, I think in, in in terms of the actual date of the announcement, I'm not getting too too worried about it. Good, yeah. Olivia, are you at all bothered by um, like signing Havertz? Obviously, good news. But yeah. does it does it have a detrimental impact to potentially Mason Mount's career, potentially Ruben Loftus Cheek's career? I think it's a difficult one because first of all, we've seen over however many years we know firsthand you need a world class squad. You don't. You don't. I, I look at Liverpool this season and they won the Premier League. Could they have won the Champions League as well with a world class squad? Because I don't know if if you look at Man City to me are the only team in the Premier League that have a world class squad. You take off a player for Man City, you bring on a player equally as good, if not better. And you need that. If you're going to win anything, you need that. And Frank Lampard knows that. And Mason Mount has been brilliant this season. He has been one of my, I, if it wasn't for Mateo Kovacic, he would have been my player of the year. Um, and Frank Lampard trusts him. Now, I don't think we know how hard he works. It, it, I don't think detrimental is the right word. You, he, he's a player that can come in and do a job. And, and, and for me, we almost lacked creativity when Mason Mount wasn't on the pitch last season. I think we, 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 we lack some, like there just not, seems to be no one else. So I can understand why Lampard is buying the Hakim ZH team over and now Kai Havertz. Um, but I think Mason Mount has got it in him to work hard. And listen, if he works hard in training and he produces on the pitch, then he will start. It's as simple as that. It's not just you come in and you play. You come in, you prove something to Frank Lampard, and then you play. So as long as they've got the right attitude, which I know they, Ruben Loftus-Cheek and Mason Mount have, it can only be a good thing playing with so with all of these incredible players. Yeah, I agree. Charlie, you've always said that about Mason Mount. You think he's integral to Lampard's system, don't you? Yeah, I mean, uh, totally. I, mean, I, I think he, he almost is Lampard's system in terms of the movement and the pressing and in that half of the pitch, he's so crucial to what we were doing last season. 
Um, and the, the other point to note is, you know, people go on Twitter and do their 11s, their best, you know, their their first mm-hmm. choice teams. It's not relevant, but it's almost irrelevant because Chelsea are going to be playing so many games next year in a season that is shorn by a month. I think we're going to be playing, you know, if we, if we get to where we want to get to in the Cups, we're going to be playing every few days. Um, so there is going to be opportunities. I, I think Mason Mount will be play probably more games than even he did last season. Um, but in terms of Havertz, I, I think it's one of these where he is undoubtedly one of the world's top talents for his age. And Chelsea have been offered a fairly unique opportunity to get him. Now, mm. that needs to be taken if we get, want to get to back to where we want to be as a club. Those opportunities need to be taken. It's not about, well, who's going to play on the right and who's going to play on the centre? Like That's Frank's job to work all that out. Yeah, you know, it, it, I think particularly in Havertz's case, there's other signings where you say, right, well, we need left back, so we're going to get X, Y, or Z. But particularly in Havertz's case, he's one of the premier attacking talents of the world, and and Chelsea been offered the opportunity to get him. We need to take that opportunity, and and if we need to build a team around him, if we need to move other players, it, we just need him to be in the squad and, and contributing, and mm. and work out. You know, we're not playing football manager here. The the players. Good players will be able to play together. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And obviously, there'll be further improvements. Thiago Silva, this is only good news, isn't it? Again, in a similar thing to what you said, Olivia, uh, Olivia, when we were speaking earlier, you said you can't quite understand why anybody wouldn't want Messi. It just, it just defies yeah. any logic. And I believe that the only people saying it are doing so for attention or traction. That's yeah. actually how I feel about uh, Thiago Silva. All right. When I when I first saw the links, do you know it didn't even after watching the Champions League final. This is a team that put eight past Barcelona, Bayern Munich. They played, and I know they conceded one, but they conceded one. And he actually had a very very good game in my opinion. And I think not only does he bring, a, a, he's a brilliant centre back, but he brings so much experience and so much and leadership, which is such a massive part. And and I think we do lack in this Chelsea squad. You look at Cesar as Equator, one of the obviously our captain and a leader, but we are lacking leaders. We've had so many in one team over the years. Obviously you look at the spine of Czech, Terry, Lampard, Drogba, all leaders, all massive leaders, Ashley Cole. So I think I genuinely think he brings so much more. And I also think whoever plays next to him will, in their game will improve so much just because he is as experienced and we know he's brilliant and he, he improves our defence. I do not care about his age. I do not care that he's 35 or perhaps 36. He will come in and he will be as good as he's been for PSG for us. And I'm, I'm sure of that. Yeah, I agree. You like the fellas just played in the Champions League final. Who do we think we are? Exactly. Absolutely. Absolutely. If you look at the list of players that he's played with over what's been a fantastic career in the last 15 years or so, this deal is so low risk for Chelsea. Yeah. You know, if he if he comes in and he's quite not up to pace with it, and he has, you know, but he's going to bring so much off the pitch, as Olivia says. And I think, you know, I mean, he's. Lampard's played against him. Lampard knows what he's all about. There's, there's actually like reports in Brazil that Lampard's actually going to give him the captaincy. Um, I'd, be, I'd, 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 I'd be up for that. I'd which would be, be interesting to see. Yeah, Olivia, what, what do you think about that? I'd, uh, do you know, this This takes me back to... I mean, it's, I don't know if this is a good example, but I like a captain that will 
very much he, he is a leader from the back he'll tell you exactly what to do he'll shout at you when you need shouting at, and he'll tell you when you're good when you when you've done something like well but it says our as pillar uh, has been our captain for a couple of years now um after obviously cahill left and i think he's been a great captain don't get me wrong but it just echoed has echo, like when i think about it i think about the league cup final when saru was in charge and kepa refused to get substituted and for me, I want a captain that's going to go and drag my goalkeeper off by the shirt in that Do situation. you know what, Olivia? I'd go one step further than that, actually. I would go one step further and say that you wouldn't even attempt to do that. It's not about being dragged off. John Terry wouldn't just, drag you off because because you, just, you wouldn't do it in front of John yeah. Terry. Yeah, you'd, yeah. Do you know what I mean? I it's, think, not about, it's not about whether yeah. you have the authority or, or physical presence to be capable of dragging someone off. Yeah. It's about somebody never risking it to do that. And, and yeah. I, I, look, I like Aspilicueta. I think he's a good player. But he's not a captain, is he? You know when we think about our, our captains or people that, people that we've had in our club who could be captains? Like we mm. had a team once where we had Michael Ballack in the team. He wasn't our captain. We had Petr Cech in the mm. team. He wasn't our captain. Yeah. We had Ashley Cole in the team. He wasn't our captain. We had Michael Essien in the They're captains. You know, they're they were all captains, captains of their country. Yeah. Exactly. They're international captains and they weren't captain of Chelsea. Cesar Spilicueta, as good a player as he is and as good a servant as he's been to Chelsea, he isn't a, cla- a captain. Not to, mm. be, not to be mentioned around this kind of quality that we've been talking about just there. I think that if Thiago Silva's in the squad... But can you come in... Be- yeah, he can, can you man, come, you can you come in and Lampard just go? All right, okay, you come in. Here you go. Here's the armband. Do you reckon he'll do that? I mean, obviously you can do that. You've obviously got that power as a as a manager. But will he? I think that in this exact case, there is there is a chance that he would because because what you're bringing in, you are bringing in a proven captain, and for, you're not taking yeah, the captaincy. That, yeah. You're not taking the captaincy off a proven captain. You're taking the captaincy off somebody who. In a, in a good side, he would be, in a, in a good side, Cesar Aspilicueta would be captain on League Cup nights, maybe? In a, in a side yeah. full of captains. Yeah. It would, be, it would yeah. be a nod to him. On the, you know, the day that he plays his 100th game for the club, he'd be captain. That's the kind of guy that he is. He isn't the captain that you revolve a squad around, I don't think. Mm. And yeah. having Thiago Silva there, it would almost be weird to have him on the pitch and not be captain. Yeah. No, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, I, and I think, you know... Uh, it wouldn't do Azpilicueta any disservice, really, to have Thiago Silva as captain. He's captain Brazil in World Cups. You know, he, he, he knows what he's doing. And I mean, the other thing is, Azpilicueta might not play that much next season, if I'm honest. I mean, if Rhys James... Yeah. Well, if Rhys James is in top form and plays as well as he can, then yeah. I think I think he would probably be most people's first choice right back. So it could you could have a situation where, and a lot of teams have been sort of fudging this and doing it this way recently, where you have like a club captain and then a, an actual captain on the pitch. Mm. So like Arsenal did this for years, like Mertesacker was the club captain, never got a game. Yeah. Well, John Terry, um, John Terry, John Terry was captain, wasn't he? When he didn't play that much in that ab- final season. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, final yeah. Season. yeah, yeah, uh, exactly. yeah Conte's Premier League. Yeah, winning season, yeah, absolutely. So it might be a case of that, but I, I think you're right, Roy. I think it would almost be odd to bring in Thiago Silva and not have him captain. Yeah, there's no, there's, there's never, there isn't a world in which Cesar Spilicueta should be captain next to Thiago Silva. Like, that just doesn't make, that no. just doesn't make footballing sense. <laughs> it really I mean, have, having said all this, that to the great players and the great leaders, a bit of material on the arm doesn't do anything. Like, when England 
when the England captaincy got taken off John Terry, he was still England captain. Of course he was. Yeah, you know, in, yeah, yeah. in terms of it, leadership yeah. and the dressing room and rallying the troops on the pitch. So whether he's got the armband on or not, Thiago Silva, if, if he does what we all want him to do next season, he will be Chelsea's sort of de facto leader. Yeah, yeah, it's good, isn't it? Um, am I in the minority here, or do you think I'm over sort of fearful? Is, does all this become irrelevant? All of this talk that we've had so far on this podcast, you know, Kai Havertz and Will Mason Mount play, and is Thiago still mm. the right man to lead the club? Is it all irrelevant if we don't sign a goalkeeper? Yeah, yes. The silence yeah. there, the silence <laughs> and everything. Yeah, thank I, you for like... listening to this podcast. That's all we have to know. Everybody knows. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Everybody knows. No. So that's it's terrifying, isn't it? I just I I I, I think don't, I think we will. I think we will sign a goalkeeper. I'm just surprised we haven't gone after that position first because, like you said, Rory, that is the most important position that we needed to to sort out after the season finished, and we all knew that. Um, but I think. I do think we'll sign someone. I don't know when it will be. Um, and I don't have a clue who it will be. But that's why I, I didn't think that... Listen, we spent 90 million or 90 million after add-ons on Kai Havertz. Would you have spent... Would you have kept that money, maybe not spent it on Kai Havertz and gone and paid 100 million for Oblak? Or... Because to me, Oblak's the goalkeeper that in my... That is in my dreams. It's like, I would absolutely... I love it if we got Oblak. I think it's looking unrealistic now because we have spent all this money on all these attacking players. But um, yeah. I, I like a Nick Pope. I like a... We, we're after, I think, there was some of the Wren goalkeeper I saw today. Maybe we've put a bid in for him. Um, yeah. so I don't know Anana, Anana's get, the but, other one, isn't it? Anana at yeah. Ajax gets a lot He of played well against us as well. He played um, yeah. played well against us with both legs last season. Um, yeah, I think, answer to your question, I answered it very bluntly as a yes, but yeah, you're completely right in saying that. And I don't think you're in the minority either. I think everyone's getting excited over all of these attacking players and Thiago Silva, of course, um, and perhaps even Ben Chilwell. Um, but yeah, everyone knows deep down that if we go into next season... Yeah, indeed, absolutely. With the same if we, issues, then yeah, if, if we all start, of our games are going to be 6-5. Yeah, if we start the season, <laughs> if we start the season in a couple of weeks... And Willie Caballero is still the best goalkeeper at the club. We've, I mean, it's an uphill battle, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the thing is, I think, I think you're right, Roy. I don't think Kepa will play regardless. I, I'm, I'd go so far as to say Kepa's possibly played his last game for Chelsea, certainly with Frank Lampard in charge. Um, and I'd agree with Olivia saying that you can buy the attacking players you want, but to have such a key weakness that everybody knows about, you're just onto a loser straight away. And in fact. I think the reason, the only reason they've not spent all that money on Oblak or or gone after all these keepers is because they've been burned so badly by Kepa. And I think it's almost, obviously this is, this is yeah, it's almost too much of a risk to, to spend loads of money on someone that, yeah. Kepa's such a dead weight now, unfortunately, um, that they're not going to be able to get rid of or get anything like the money back. So... Yeah, but the other thing is, it's almost anybody. Like you saw when Caballero came in, and he's not—he's obviously not the answer to everything. When he came in, the team was so much calmer, and I think yeah, you know, getting yeah. someone like Mendy from Rennes, like, I don't like, I can't pretend to know loads about him, but just almost having anyone there yeah. is going to improve the situation because unfortunately for Kepa, it becomes a cycle. He lets a few in from range, and then teams that play against Chelsea, 
you know, the first thing managers tell them is, oh, have a couple of digs from range because he's letting everything yeah. in. Um, yeah, it was crosses for me. You know, you know, yeah. Kevin, it, was just, it was just the crosses. It was like that presence in the box. That yeah. Almost yeah. every goalkeeper, almost every goalkeeper, regardless of what they're like, of shot stopping or distribution or whatever, mm. what they do have, almost, almost to the man, is presence. They're mm. all big and imposing. And what, like, I remember yeah. I'm, I, I worked once with uh, Fraser Foster when he was when I was at uh, when he was at Southampton, mm. and you know, not a good keeper. But when I met him, my God, you know, it was an imposing character. I remember mm. being around Kepa. It's about my height. <laughs> you know what I mean? And uh, not that many is... people know this. Not many people know this, but I'm not particularly tall, as I'm sure you can both. <laughs> <laughs> So, so yeah, I mean, I think it's it's desperate, isn't it? It, it really is. But um, yeah. just before we let you go, Olivia, I've got to ask you: doing that stuff with Chelsea it looks amazing. I mean, I've seen some; uh, they're great. Is it is it as brilliant as it looks? Yeah, it's. Do you know it's so fun? Like as I obviously I could talk about like you guys could talk about Chelsea in your sleep. You don't. You don't. It's, it doesn't feel like a job. You just feel like the luckiest person in the world, and to actually work like people always ask me like what it's like to work for the club and I still feel like I'm in dreamland just because like you always dream of that don't you as a young as a young sort of person wanting to work in football wanted to work for the team you support and to actually be doing it now um yeah is incredible and I hope it carries on because it is it's just fun it's just our natural emotions although sometimes I just wish you couldn't hear me scream because I just <laughs> that's great I think I think you're definitely... brilliant on it as well it's really <laughs> uh, it's really good and you're yeah, right everybody it. wants to work for the club and I still believe yeah. I still believe that I will not in that capacity but I truly believe despite my age and stature and footballing ability that I will score the winner for Chelsea in the FA Cup final. That will happen. <laughs> Don't care. It will happen. I promise. Well, they, they, oh, yeah. they need to keep. They need to keep a roar if you're up for that. Well, I'm <laughs> as good as I'm as good as anyone on the books at the moment, Charlie. Yeah. <laughs> Very true. Um, Olivia, thank you so much for dedicating this time. I know you're on holiday. Uh, I'm jealous of that, and I'm quite pleased that we interrupted your holiday. But I really yeah, do you're appreciate you doing my it. sunbathing. Thank oh, you so much, and, uh, Olivia. Let's meet, Olivia. We have to meet. Yeah, we will. We will. I promise you, Rory will arrange it. Good. My, my child's going to be going to secondary school before we yes. catch up. <laughs> um, Charlie, as always, thank you so much for finding us. Cheers, time. mate. Um, Cheers, Livia. And to everybody uh, Thanks, who's been watching, we really appreciate you listening. Uh, if you could drop us a review, we would really appreciate it and make sure you subscribe. Uh, we'll be back next week to discuss the confirmed signing of Kai Havertz, among other things. We'll see you all on the next one.